This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hope Dylan cuts all of this bullshit out. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. You're the worst person imaginable. Oh. All right. So what are we doing this week, Sean? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I jump into my Mr. Potato Head Gundam and break Sean's heart with my manly spirit. I'm Sean Rollins. <laughs> Remington Chase. God damn it, Remington. I didn't, make, I didn't make the joke last week, so I had to this week. <laughs> I was recovering from the horrible trauma you gave me, and I thought today would be a nice little relaxing day. It will be, starting now. But you had to come back and open the wound. <laughs> you had to rip out my poor destroyed heart post-Thanos snap and then just scatter it to the wind even further. I'm not going to be in the final Avengers movie, that's for certain. <laughs> Partially because it's already come out and partially because, god damn it, it made me sad. It, it's going to be okay, Sean. I, I've had my fun. Now we can now we can de-stress. We can relax. I don't think you deserve it anymore. D- did I ever in the first place? Of course not, Sean. <sighs> I just hate that I made a promise to try and show you some good things to make up for the horrible torture you went through prior. Now I just want to <laughs> torture you again. I mean, you did last week, didn't you? <laughs> oh, another one. <laughs> You know, it's been a fun 71 episodes. I'm done. This is it. I'm out. Fucking bastard ass piece of shit. Stomping on my heart in my childhood. Alright, but for real now, I, I will not I will not attack Gurn Logan anymore. I'm done. We can really get into it. You can recover starting now. Except I know about the rule of threes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> We went to the same comedy school. That's why all our jokes are equally stupid. And I know you're going to whip it out at some point. I'm just waiting for the win. No, I, I, I am not going to attack Gurren Lagann. I, I think doing so, it, it would be a, a lazy decision, like the vast majority of lazy decisions made in that anime. There it is. <laughs> Now that we've gotten that out of the way, <laughs> god damn it. Put it to the side, like all of the character development and good writing that wasn't in Gurren Logan. See, you went one farther. <laughs> you're now you're just breaking the rules of comedy that we strive so hard to uphold. <laughs> all right, Chad. All right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Just go for I just it. hope Dylan cuts all of this bullshit out. It's too good. It's too good. You're the worst person imaginable. Oh. All right, so what are we doing this week, Sean? (laughs) You know, it's a good thing I don't give a shit whether or not you hate this or not. (laughs) I like the show quite a bit, but if you were to hate on it, it wouldn't hurt me at all. I mean, it's statistically likely that I will, so that's a good mentality to have. Well, I mean, you're Moe trash, so we'll have to see. Oh, Moe, now you're talking my language. It's not your kind of Moe. Oh, it's cute girls doing cute things. It's the original cute girls doing cute things. Damn it. Yeah, it sucks to suck, Remington. <laughs> I like adorable non-human creatures. Well, too bad, Remington, because you broke my human-ass heart, so human is all you're gonna get. All right, 
right, fine. So we got cute girls doing cute things, presumably slice of life, since yep. that tends to be the genre of Moe. Um, uh, and the thing about this one, Remington, is it is, uh, in a lot of ways, the original cute girls doing cute things show. You Have I heard of it? Doubtful, because you don't hear of anything. Fair. Is yeah. Am I more likely to have heard about it than many other things? Uh, you all have heard of the studio. Oh, okay, good start, hopefully. Uh, the studio is KyoAni. Hey, KyoAni! Yep, they make a lot of fantastic stuff. And so if you do end up destroying this one and hating it, you're going to have even more angry people after you. I'm this just is... building a collection. You know how some people collect Funko Pops, Sean? I do. They shouldn't, but I do. I just collect a bunch of different types of angry weebs. <laughs> <laughs> Just I, along my shelf. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the first uh, animations that really got KyoAni on the market Ooh. because it really sparked the cute girls doing cute things kind of genre. The pure moe uh, effect of it. Although it, it doesn't get my moe response, cute girls doing cute things can often be very charming for me. So I'm optimistic. Mm -hmm. And this is a very popular show. It's got two seasons and a movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because the characters in it were very adorable, very charming, and very memorable. Uh, it was a it's a show with a bit of a musical theme to it so of course oh, wow. the soundtrack in it was quite good and KyoAni always does great with its soundtrack anyways well so. you say it has a bit of music to it cute girls doing cute things is this an idol anime? not really no okay because an idol anime dictates it's a bunch of girls on stage singing and dancing doing their you know idol uh, pop star sensation thing this is a bit more I don't want to say realistic I want to say more high school relatable. musical no my god <laughs> <laughs> Not only do you bring up trauma you caused me directly, you bring up my personal trauma as well. I want everyone to know that Sean played the black guy in High School Musical. No, not even that black guy. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Why do you have to tell everybody about my shame? Because <laughs> it's so funny. They cast me as a basketball player <laughs> who liked to bake. Uh, which is more accurate than I would like to say. The liking to bake thing, not the basketball playing thing. God knows I can't get a touchdown to save my life. <laughs> All right. So uh, we, so it's more relatable kind of music stuff. Yeah, because it's very laid back, but they do have a goal of wanting to be, you know, uh, successful in their own ways. Because uh, what this show is about is it's about a group of girls who want to make a band. Okay. So you got that kind of idol-esque uh, style to it, but this was kind of predating the whole whole idol genre of anime to an extent. This came out in about 2009. Okay, okay. Uh, and is really what sparked a lot of the cute girls doing cute things because this show is cute, it's charming, and it's got some really funny moments in it as well. Alright, uh, well I'm optimistic. Yeah, it's a simple show called K-On. K-On. Yep, K-On with an exclamation mark at the end. Well, okay, let's get our K-On. That's basically it, yeah. Oh, okay. There's not too On? much There's not too much more meaning behind it. You watch the show and you're like, oh, that it's K-On. All right, cool. You'll be able to recognize K-On because it's the, it's just kind of the general Moe reaction image goldmine that I usually use, Rem. Oh, okay. Like, you ever see me use the gif of the girl who's freaking out holding a teacup? I've seen you use almost every single anime gif because that is 50% of how you respond to any message of mine. To be fair, I have folders. I like to use 
awesome. <laughs> my smug anime girl folder, I think, has reached 250 at this Jesus point. Jesus Christ. Most of them are god-awful, and I'd never actually use there, them. There are many people listening right now, Sean, that think, oh, Sean is exaggerating for the character that he puts on for the podcast. He's not. I want to assure everyone right now, he's not. Yeah, no, I can give you the exact number. Uh, oh, no. 203. Oh, Jesus. Most of them, there might be some duplicates in there, and most of them aren't great, but I was like, you know what? That could go in the Smug Anime Girl folder. Oh, Sean. Hey, I deal with my communications issues in my own personal way. You don't have to throw shade at me. <laughs> All right. So it, it's that, it's it's a very memeable, very gifable type of show. Yes. Lots of top tier reactions from it. And the plot is very simple and straightforward, but adorable and relatable. Uh, it's simply this. Uh, Hirasawa Yui is a rather young and carefree girl entering high school and she is enraptured by the idea of joining a light music club, which uh, I don't think light music really means much to you as an American. Nope. Uh, but if you were to consider something like classical as more straightforward and heavy music, light music would be things more like pop, rock and roll, uh, you know. That puts a very different meaning to heavy metal. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very Japan only thing. <laughs> and light music usually involves a small group of people making music together rather than oh, a large okay. conglomerate like a band uh, club or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so she wants to join the More light casual music. stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And she uh, sees this poster advertising the light music club and thinks, hey, I know how to play the castanets. Maybe they'll let me join. The castanets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what every band needs. We were looking for a castanet player. It's the only thing I can play, Remington. <laughs> that and the ocarina but hey, nobody oh. wants an ocarina player. All right. Uh, so so then she she goes and they're like, wow, castanets. Uh, yep. Basically, she's excited. She's like, yeah, maybe they'll let me join. And it'll be a grand experience because she's a fresh high school girl. It she sounds like to... she's dairy dairy, which is my kind of dairy. Very dairy dairy. Fuck yeah. Like she is the most dairy. She's kind of the prime archetype of the dairy dairy cute girls doing cute Dairy dairy things. is best dairy bar none. Yeah. And she is a big ditz as well. Almost into that baka dairy style. Oh, I don't know. I like the dairy dairies that don't have to be stupid. Well, she has her smart side, but she's also just a bit of a, a klutz. All right, we'll see. Uh, when she goes to the uh, club room to explain that she really only knows how to play castanets, uh, uh, she accidentally gets into a situation where she ends up being the band's guitar player. Yep, yep, that's exactly where I thought it was going. Yep, and it, go there it does. Uh, and since they desperately needed a guitar player, they convinced her to stay and try to inspire her to play music and she goes through the process of learning how to play the guitar with her new friends and trying to make a band in music and then try to get uh, gigs and such. This is very reminiscent of uh, just the single episode from one of my favorite slice of life anime Cory in the House. Fuck off. You know the one Fuck where the off. president's no, daughter no, no, no. is told to play the tambourine. This is not. She was proud to actually get in the band and then they all get to play. I have a knife around here somewhere. They, I know how they to use play it. rock and roll kittens it's great it's a good time <laughs> i would like to kill you remington it would be so sublime so sweet if the laws of this land dictated as such you would have been dead on the ground so much sooner than now <laughs> oh all right so they're getting a band yes <laughs> 
getting a band. And the show is just that the comedic cute girls trying to find how making a band can be difficult, but also the trials and tribulations of making a band. And then some really fun, cute music as well. And it's got kind of that light rock J-pop stylistic choice to it. All the girls are very unique in their personalities. Uh, you got your very basic cute girl archetypes that everyone likes to see. And some just really funny gags. Do we got throughout. a crazy bitch like Nico in this? Not to Nico's extent. Oh. Because Nico is a very specific type of crazy. <laughs> she She's very zany. Yeah. Uh, but zany in like the right way. Nico, the only amazing thing about Love Live. Uh, Love Live was meh, but it's very slightly good because of Nico. I'm so sorry to the folks on our Discord who are big Love Live fans. You know who you are. But Remy They probably a- love Nico. They also love everything else about Love Live. I want our Discord right now, as you're listening to the podcast, to spam Nico gifts. <laughs> We'll be able to tell when you listen by when you post the Nico gif. I think there's maybe two people who actually have those saved. I only have like three reactions. Don't worry, you can find them. They're everywhere. (laughs) Nico, Nico, go fuck yourself. All right, so uh, they, they fit. There's a bunch of different archetypes as there usually is. You'll you'll probably have like the quiet one, and then you might have the dark one. Maybe they're the same one. Maybe they're different. Bookworm, which can be quiet or may not be. Uh, Rebel, who may be the dark one but may not be. Uh, then you have uh, the rich one, which may be the bookworm or the quiet one but may not be. It uh, sounds like you're just listing uh, your generic cute girls doing cute things moe tropes. Yep. <laughs> There's only four characters. Oh, only four. Okay. Yeah, there, there gets to be more later on, but not like an idol anime where it's literally 10 plus girls uh, doing all kinds of things that fit one trope and that's all they are. These are actual these are actual characters that have some development and personalities that are identifiable. All right. Well, then just replace the tropes I listed with the tropes used in Ruby and then boom, those are going to be my official guesses. <laughs> For once, Remington. <laughs> Can't you just think of something nice? I just thought you'd be proud that I've referenced so many different things already, but I've yet to reference Umar Jam. Can't you be proud of me? No, because you just did. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. But yeah, there's not a whole lot to explain when it comes to this show. The conflicts in it are very high school conflicts. They're not going to be anything superly over the top dramatic. They're just going to be some simple real world problems with some rather comedic, uh, results. And one rather interesting scene with Pickles that I don't think you'll get to see unfortunately. Uh, 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 oh. Don't worry about it, Rem. Maybe one day you'll see it, but for now I just keep thinking about it and I keep thinking to myself, are those actually Pickles throughout the whole series? Mm, maybe not. Hard to say. I'm very worried about the Pickles now, Sean! Don't be. You'll forget about it while you're watching it. Okay. But if you ever look at something and think to yourself, are those Pickles? Maybe. We don't know. The, what? The, the canon of K-On is very complex. I'm so confused. <laughs> As you should be. But don't worry, Rem. Without further ado, let's go in and watch some K-On. K-On! Bad for headphone users. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming three whole episodes of the hit 2009 anime simply known as K-On. And Remington, you don't seem too upset by the whole experience, it's gotta be said. I mean, it's cute girls doing cute things, and I think it did it very successfully. This genre is, is one of the most successful variations of Slice of Life for me, and this one, it was also a success. You moe piece of trash. I mean, a little bit, yeah, but at the same time, it's just so well done. Yes, uh, believe it or not, Remington, uh, this anime is the anime that kind of sparked the whole genre to an extreme. So much so that there are some people who are adamantly against this anime because they hate the cute girls doing cute things genre. Oh, see, uh, even though the cute girls doing cute things doesn't really elicit my moe response, it is still one of the most charming genres out there, especially with how much care and thought is put into it compared to some other genres. I don't know what you could be talking about, Remington. (laughs) Uh, So so how should we explore this, Sean? Well, first I need to make some apologies, Remington. Oh, but of course. Uh, Because if you haven't noticed, uh, my voice has changed a little bit. Yeah, I just thought you were doing uh, late onset puberty. Hey now, hey now. That was late onset years ago. (laughs) Don't need to put me through that shit again. No, 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 but in between uh, recording the first half, watching all the anime, and sitting down here, I managed to catch Plague. Now, whether or not that was related to watching the anime itself, it'll be hard to say. Maybe I'm just easily uh, affected by cute girls doing cute things, I don't know. (laughs) But, nevertheless, I have contracted some form of sickness, which is why I highly suggest to people, if you're going to go to a place with thousands upon thousands of people, please keep yourself hydrated and try not to touch them as much as possible. Especially if they're just hundreds and hundreds of, like, weebs and nerds. Yeah, yeah, most of them not taking baths. Please, if you're going to go to a convention, take a goddamn bath and use some goddamn deodorant. It's not that hard. A lot of you are great at it. Some of you really aren't. Yeah. So, uh, thanks to the con play. And if we ever see you at a con, we expect our fans to at least, like, represent the good side of things with actual hygiene. Yes, and if not, we will uh, publicly humiliate (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So now that that is covered, now we can properly delve into K-On. Out of curiosity, Remington, did I tell you why uh, the show is called K-On? No idea. No idea? Well, (laughs) Rem, it's a pun. Oh, oh, is it? Yes, because you know what light music is in Japan? What? Uh, K-On Gaku. Oh. It's just K-On. It's just K-On. Yeah, so it's short for, you know, light music club. Okay. You know, it's very cute, very straightforward. KyoAni does wonderful things with its titles as well as its entire repertoire, from what I can tell. For sure. Uh, and uh, before we do really get into it, I do have some people to thank. And I will thank them as well. Yes, because you actually did enjoy this anime, which I'm glad a to lot, hear. A yeah. It's, re- it's a really cute show, and honestly, everybody who recommended it was like, hey, he'll probably like this one. Yeah, and I do. And if he didn't, we'd kill him. <laughs> Uh, so thank you, Alan, David, Henry, David, Joseph, Matthias, uh, Rachel, uh, Ellen, Samuel, Trenton, and Zoth. Good old, good old Zoth and the double Davids. Yeah, uh, that might be two separate. Oh, well, maybe that's the David. Oh, you know what? That David is the same David twice. He sent two separate emails because he really wanted us to do K-On. <laughs> Well, you're welcome, David. You got your name twice. In fact, three times since we've mentioned it several times. So uh, congratulations, man. That's really uh, good for you. But uh, as, And to everybody else who voted for it, as well as the people on our Discord,
Discord who voted for it. Thank you very much. Uh, and Remington, what do you think makes Kaon so special? I think the absolute number one thing and number one reason that I adore Kaon, it's the reason that I tend to really like this type of thing in this genre when done well. The amount of little details and the amount of thought put into everything, the polish put into everything, it shows that there's so much heart and love and craft. You aren't going to have a bunch of things that just happened by accident or through laziness or because they weren't considering things. No, they will focus on every tiny detail and make it matter and make it interesting. And so while there are many other good things about it, I think that's the number one thing. Because frankly, if you put this much heart and care and detail and thought into a show, it'll probably be decent. Not definitely, but it's more likely than the alternative. It's kind of amazing how human the show is, wouldn't you say, Remington? Oh, so so delightfully human. We've done, I, I think, only one other KyoAni uh, show. We we did the movie Silent Voice. Uh, we've done more than that. We've also oh. done uh, uh, Nichi Joe. Oh yeah, Nichi. Uh, you know what? I have Nichi Joe written down, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and whereas I thought Silent Voice sort of faltered on the character front, I thought it was a lot better uh, in Kaon. Well, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah. No, Kaon does things fantastically. But did you really have to bring Silent Voice into this? I'm just comparing and contrasting, Sean, so the people can understand. Uh, uh, your comparing and contrasting is going to get us killed. And I'm already halfway out the door with this illness, so I don't want to really uh, stretch uh, my rather short time that I have left. <laughs> Also, the we have done one other Kyoto animation film. Oh yeah, or not film, but show. Uh, the other show we did was a ones uh, that you weren't as impressed by. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that would be uh, Chunibyo Demo Koi Gashitai. Ah, uh, that love Chunibyo and other delusions. Correct. That one. That's the one that I really wanted to like, and one of the ones I was most disappointed by. And I feel like if we go back to it, you might find more to enjoy about it. But now that you have, more I mean, of when a, that's when we've seen four of theirs and that might be my least favorite like that's a pretty good sign because that one's not even in the abyss it's just in the meh like they they got some consistently really good stuff but this one it might be my favorite that we've seen so far of theirs really yeah well that's lovely to hear you know what one of my favorite things about this entire show Remington is what uh just the little faces that they pull all the time oh my god it's so good I will say that the comedy in this show it is some of the best comedy we have seen in any anime at all whatsoever. And the facial expressions have so much to do with that. It's so clear that the reaction gifts are perfect for this. Like, I'm sure there are so many. We talked about it briefly in part one. Totally understand why. Do you see why? You, as soon as you started watching it, you could kind of recognize all the ones I've sent to you, right? Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Like, it, it's actually shocking how many of them I use. There's just so, so goddamn many. Uh, but it's because there's always unique, interesting, interesting responses and reactions. And even, even when it's not the main focus of whatever you're currently seeing, the focus may be somewhere, but that doesn't mean that whatever else is in frame stops existing or acting, which I also liked. Yeah, and for a world that is very centered around your four main girls, everything around them seems very vibrant and colorful and 
detailed, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, you can definitely tell that there's a world around them. That being said, it obviously focuses on the four main girls, but this I think is far more acceptable than, for example, when a shonen creates a bit of a bubble, because when a shonen creates a bubble, usually it's like, this is a thing of global proportions where it's life or death for literally everyone, but only these two matter. Uh, and that doesn't feel right, but if you're like, hey, here's a story about these four girls. These four girls are the ones we're going to focus on. It's like, yeah, because it's a story about those four girls. I will say that there are some uh, more newer shonen that are developing more into the actual world-building narrative without solely focusing on Yelly McYellface, your main protagonist, which is very nice. Maybe shonen will eventually reach the point that I start liking it, generally speaking. Uh, I don't know about that, really. Let's not go too far out of proportion. You are still the same uh, callous asshole you've always been. It, it's true. It's true. All right. Well, back to the focus on K-On. How should we go about dissecting it, Sean? Well, Remington, if it wasn't obvious before, this is a character-driven show. That it is. Thoroughly and entirely. And I want to know what you think about the main characters, quite frankly. Uh, so where would you like to start? In fact, you don't get a choice. Let's start <laughs> with the most easy and straightforward character of the four. Let's start with uh, Sumugi. Sumugi. Okay. Uh, that one was that one was the blonde one? Yes, with the massive eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, I, I still don't quite have their names, but that's largely because Japanese and only three episodes. She was also called Mugi-chan, so if you want to call oh, her Mugi-chan, you could. It, it's difficult when they give different names. I can hardly keep track of their full name. All right, so uh, with Tsumugi, uh, I, I thought that she was a fun character. She has uh, she has a good bond with everyone. And one my favorite thing about, about Mugi is that the fact that so often the others, especially uh, the drummer girl. Ritsu. Ritsu. Especially Ritsu will do something like intense or fiery or determined, right? And, and then Tsumugi will do the same thing, but just like way featherier. Like they'll they'll pump up the fist in the air. Yeah! And then Tsumugi will join in. Yeah. Yeah, Tsumugi is that light, fluffy, uh, airhead type character that people just love to look at and think is the most adorable, cute person who has some depth to her, but you don't really get it until she actually shows it to you herself. Yeah, she's probably, I guess, the least interesting one so far, but nonetheless, she had some really good moments throughout everything, and she still felt like she belonged quite well. And one thing that I appreciate that this show does, and I've mentioned this similarly before, but it's so nice when you have characters and friends that are very positive to each other, where you can see friendship developing not by trying to save their life or just saying, that's my best friend, but simply like an admiration and genuine support for one another, a desire to help and appreciate one another. Having that shows that these characters actually care and actually have real bonds, and they don't need to just tell you every couple of episodes, hey, by the way, we're such close friends, and that be the main indicator. Yeah, you can actually tell that these girls are friends and they became friends in a very natural way. Yeah, the and there's parts. a lot of warmth that comes with that, and it's just so pleasant and wholesome. The only pre-established relationship are between the drummer and the bassist, and even then, you can still tell exactly what kind of friends these two are. Yeah, so overall, Tsumugi, I think, is definitely good, but probably my least favorite so far. Oh, I think that'll change. She's one of my favorites. Of the show <laughs> yeah. Because believe it or not, Remington, this show has two seasons and a movie. I'm, I'm all in. I accept that. Yeah, no, it's pretty good, honestly. Each season is about 12 episodes, and oh, they're all very length. entertaining. Uh, in the second season, they actually get a fifth member as 
well. Oh, okay. That's a very fun and interesting dynamic to the group. Uh, but... Oh, the fifth member. If, if they're having a second season, what I'm thinking is it's going to be the year after, right? In which case, doesn't it almost have to be, based on my th- whole three-episode knowledge, at this point, my, with my knowledge, doesn't it have to be the little sister character? I don't know. That's going to be my know-nothing prediction, as I tend to do. Uh, no spoilers yet, Rem, because as you can <laughs> tell, this is a very he- plot-heavy show. And oh, I can't, oh, yes. I can't risk you finding out what happens in the end before it actually happens. The lore of chaos is, is so dramatic and intense. Who knows, Rem, we might do some more uh, uh, return episodes on this, especially when I'm feeling ill because it's an easy ep- anime to talk about. That would be fine with me. It's an easy anime to watch. It's it's so cute. I love it so much. Uh, all right, then let's talk about, we've already mentioned her, Ritsu, the drummer, the hot-headed, quote-unquote, leader of the group. So while watching this, I, I immediately asked you who I would be if I was one of the characters before even being introduced to any of them. And you identified either the main girl or especially the drummer as the one I would most likely be, uh, which, which made me then assign roles for each of us. Right. So, uh, Sean, you're Yui. You're the main uh, girl. Uh, uh, she She's a real <laughs> clumsy. She really procrastinates a lot. I don't know what you could be talking uh, about. She's, she's a, a huge dork, right? And and it just works very well. Uh, then Dylan, obviously, obviously Dylan is going to be the bassist. Mio? Yeah, he's going to be Mio 100%. Uh, a little bit more reserved than either of us. It's just Dylan if he was a chick, Tries honestly. to keep us in order. Uh, very dark. Uh, but but still a great friend. And then I and then I agree that I fit as as the drummer. I, I fit as Ritsu. Uh just very uh determined and very capable, but also a bit of a dumbass. Uh a, a bit of a dumbass in a we in weird ways that I also uh sympathize with. <laughs> you're you're an extroverted dumbass, whereas uh it's dumbass through antics rather than like actual intelligence. It's just like the things they do. Uh dumbass in more of a Gurren Logan kind of dumbass kind of way. That's not an insult, Sean. I know it's not, but if it... anything, that shows a general understanding of Gurren Logan. <laughs> it's probably the nicest thing you've said about Gurren Logan. <laughs> Because it's about the sheer dumbassery of it, but that's besides the point. I'm not, you're lucky I'm in a weakened state or else I would be arguing with you more fervently at this point. <laughs> Nonetheless, I think Ritsu, she might be my favorite so far, even separated from my enjoyment of like her being the one I would most associate with. Uh, she's just a very strong character in that she's she's a sort of a troublemaker, but it's still in a positive fashion, right? She's not just ultimately destructive, but she does cause quite a bit of chaos nonetheless. My favorite scene with her specifically. I think I know what this it, is. It was uh, in, I think, the last episode we saw uh, where they had to, uh, Yui had to cram and study a whole lot because she had procrastinated doing it for so long. Yep, and I... so they all get together and they all study together. And at multiple times, Ritsu just starts getting bored. So she just starts fucking around. And the timing and the pacing of her antics was just so good. And like, the thought process. It was one of the funniest moments of the show so far. It was really enjoyable. And quite frankly, Rem, I've seen you do those exact same things whenever we're out and about. <laughs> yeah, when, when you, your mind starts to wander and, and you gotta you gotta keep it occupied somehow. And How so... many stupid quizzes have you made me do over the years? Oh, so many. If anybody's wondering about Sean, if he's more of an oo or an oo, turns out he's more of an oo I hate that that information is out there in the world. <laughs> Now? <laughs> 
I hope to God Dylan leaves it out, but knowing him, oh, he'll he leave it in just to torture me. All right, uh, next character. All right, then let's talk about one of my favorites, uh, specifically for the reaction front. Uh, what do you think of Mio? Uh, Mio, really, really good. Sort of the straight man of the group often, but not always, which I also appreciate that there's not any members of the group without wackiness, but there's also no members of the group who can't play the straight man. Like, there's a really good balance through it all. Some play it more often than others. For example, Mio is more often going to be the straight man in this comedic sense, whereas uh, whereas Ritsu is going to more often be the jokester. Yes, uh, Mio is kind of your cool, beauty, intelligent, strong-willed character, until she's not. Yeah, she's, she's probably the most, like, neurotic of all four of them, uh, and she, she will very easily crack under the pressure a lot of the time, uh, especially when it has to do with, like, social pressure. Uh, but nonetheless, it, she adds a really nice, different dynamic there that so far has been really enjoyable. Which, my favorite thing is that she chose to be a bassist, because bassists don't stand out as much in front of a crowd. Which, first of all, is fantastic, because, of course, that's the musician stereotype. Yes. Uh, and, and second of all, it, it's just so, so lovely how truly their instruments very well fit who they are. Uh, in, in a very great, but not like, it, it's not obscure by any means, but it's also not super in your face about it. They'll like give an explanation, but they won't be like, oh, get it? Uh, like if it were Crokinoba basket it, it's going to just let it be like yeah they represent their instruments it makes sense due to who they are yeah the most they do is they say oh hey this uh each of them kind of match their instruments a bit huh that's interesting yep and they, they don't make that explanation overstay its welcome by any means which is very nice and i'll be honest i really adore mio especially because she becomes the center of a lot of really amusing gags throughout the show because i don't know if you noticed but when you watch the ending song uh who is front and center singing uh oh yeah it was was Mio. Yeah, uh, a minor spoiler, Remington. I know we wouldn't get too into it. Yep. Uh, but since she's, you know, the tall, cool beauty and a very decent singer, uh, they try to force her to the front of the band throughout several episodes. That See, and, and what's success. lovely about this is that because I have a general understanding of the characters, it's very easy to see how that could go and different complications could arise, different urgings they could try, etc., etc. Because when you understand the characters, you're able to feel like it's an actual world. You're able to have those what-ifs and they make sense. Uh, in this case, it's a what-if that actually happens, but nonetheless, it's not jarring or weird or out of nowhere because the characters make sense. They're actual characters and have personalities aside from just being a trope, is that right? Yeah! Uh, you know what uh, I wanted you to really think about during this uh, whole viewing, Remington? I wanted you to really think about the comparisons to Love Live. Did you make any uh, notes of that? Uh, you know what? I, I made some comparisons to Love Live, but more so uh, I, I create an equation, Sean. Oh, as no. I'm one to do. Alright, here we go. Let's see it. So, uh, I, I, I've been doing this quite a bit, especially lately. Uh, here's the, the general equation for k -On. By the end of our show, you're gonna just have to make a book of equations <laughs> on anime. Uh, math for weebs. <laughs> there uh, you go. Cool kids math. It's okay. Alright, so, uh, it has a little bit of, uh, a tiny bit of fruits basket. Alright. Uh, quite a bit of Yuru Camp, obviously. And it's cute girls doing cute things. That's the Especially, genre. Especially like club based and they're being for like it's yep. very, very similar in a lot of ways to Yuru Camp. Uh, a little bit of Nichi Joe and a good chunk of Umaru as well. Especially with the genre bending it would occasionally do. Yep. Uh, and, and how deliberate and mindful it was about that. Uh, so that, that would be my recipe for that. So inter 
interestingly, Love Live didn't make it into the recipe. Uh, though I guess you you could add it on as an afterthought just for music. Like a shitting icing. Yeah. No offense to our Love Live fans, uh, but le- let's be real. Half of the characters in Love Live were just tropes ripped off of K-On. From what I saw, Love Live is a 4 out of 10 with Nico that makes it a 5.1 out of 10. Barely positive. Yeah, if you all remember uh, that exact storyline of the call- tall, cool beauty. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Not getting in the front uh, was the, another storyline used in Love Life with a character that looks almost exactly the same. To be fair, though, like I completely yeah. agree. But to be fair, there are a lot of characters that it look exactly like that. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's kind a of, very very. I mean, for example, just spitballing here, Kirito uh, in Gun Gale. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh, it hurts. Put him him in his own little band or idol group. Apparently that, maybe that's where it goes. What other games can they fucking do with sword art? They got to change things up somehow. Recky, Recky, if if you haven't done this already, give me a call. I have a brilliant idea. You want a game? What if it's just, boom, Beat Saber. There we go. That's VR. You just do something like Beat Saber, except you really focus on the musicality. It even has swords, Recky. Recky, VR, swords, just that music. Come on. Dance, dance, uh, nerve gear, baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna Google and see if there is a sword art uh, fucking rhythm game. Oh, no. I wouldn't, like, I'm expecting, if there is, there's probably, like, a shitty mobile game for it. Uh, doesn't look like it. Oh, damn. Uh, oh, wait, maybe, maybe. Nope, nope, it's, uh, I searched rhythm game and it gives me a shitty sword art JRPG I don't know what it's trying to pull. Recky, you're you're not. Well, if anybody, anybody if anybody wants to make a great slash terrible mod for Beat Saber, you're welcome for the idea. I mean, I did find a uh, 100% playthrough of them playing through the cro- uh, first OP of Sword Art in Beat Saber. Oh uh, Jesus. Oh my god, they made one of the sabers black. God damn you. And uh, the other one is blue. God damn it. Oh no. Uh, I, I'm i going to s- assume they did that just for fan pandering and that the song is okay, but other than that, I, I don't approve. Also, <laughs> god, Beat Saber is a lot harder than it looks, isn't it? Uh, Have you ever actually played Beat Saber? Yeah, and I kicked ass. I don't believe you. Hey, you don't need to believe me. You weren't there, so you have no evidence one way or another. Not the first time I played it where I wasn't told that the walls kill you, so I just had my my face in a wall and died. Is that what the red walls are? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. No, like I'm watching a very hard playthrough right now. I mean, we're doing this in the middle of recording, so it's very professional. But from what I can tell, uh, that this is difficult. I can't even listen to the music because that'd be really fucky on the recording. But oh, yeah, I don't have rhythm. God knows I'd suck at that game. Anyway. Instead of watching anime, maybe we just watch Beat Saber. <laughs> we just watch people play Beat Saber. I mean, isn't Review Be- and comment isn't on it. Beat Saber just the anime of rhythm games? I'd like to think so, Sean. Yeah, the only thing it's missing is screaming. <laughs> Which I suppose, depending on the song, you could probably slip some screaming in there. Yeah, you could just add it in yourself if you want to. <laughs> just us screaming while playing Beat Saber. That'll be fun. <laughs> People would pay it's to see that, It's still just right? a podcast. No, they don't see it. They just hear it. Yeah, they just, just hear the music and our yells. <laughs> Copyright. What were we talking about? Fuck if I know. Um, oh, K-On! K-On! Yeah, hey, we're talking about a cute girl doing cute things show. So Mio, Mio's great. Yeah, good character. Yeah. All right, then finally, what do you think of Yui? 
Uh, Yui, really strong base of a character. I, I like how th they definitely fit some of the standard tropes that you often get with main characters, especially who are women. Like, a little bit of a klutz, oh no. A little but, is a bit of an understatement. Oh well, yeah, a Yui. lot of a, a klutz. But then they, they move past it, they move beyond it. It's not just one trait or one flaw. Uh, each character has multiple flaws, uh, but at the same time, all of those flaws are malleable, they're adaptable, they're still human, they're not defining features, even though they can still be important for who they are. Uh, and I think with Yui, she's definitely, uh, just a good baseline character. Uh, she's the main girl, uh, of the group. And I, I think she, she works that role pretty decently, uh, adds a lot of enjoyment, a lot of fun, a lot of good reactions and interactions with everyone else. Yeah, the first three episodes are very primarily centered on Yui. Oh yeah. But overall, the show does rotate between them because, of course, it's a character-driven show and that's the best way to do oh, it. Oh, for sure. Uh, but of course, Yui is the guitarist, which, as we all know, in music tropes, is up front and center and the most important. Yep. Uh, but with, with Yui, I, I loved, oh, and I could say this about all of them, I just love all of the little things they do, especially for comedy. And I, I think that's the note I want to transition to right now because it makes sense that uh, now that you've said it, that Nichijo is Kyoani because Nichijo was also very funny. Yes. Uh, but Kaon might, might even be funnier because there was such consistent laughter from me in ways that are so rare, even for some of the funnier anime that we've seen, because their timing and their ideas, they know to the exact degree how far to push the absurdity, exactly when to hit it, their timing so well done, their ideas and execution so well done, uh, the animation so, so great, especially for capturing those hum human and ridiculous moments. The comedy is just top tier shit. And it's not going to be wildly cerebral, though I can de definitely appreciate that kind of comedy as well. That's not really what's here. But at the same time, it's not stupid humor either. It's silly, but once again, thought has been put into it. Uh, yeah, no, the cleverness of the show and its comedy is top tier. Whether or not it's funnier than Nichijo, that's a person to person basis. And I will say this in the first three episodes compared to the first three episodes of Nichijo, I did laugh more because my God, this show is great. And I've never seen you chuckle this much at a show before, Remington. There was so much. Like, I think this show, I'm not sure if it's the funniest, but it may have gotten the most consistent laughs and chuckles from me. And that's a that's a huge accomplishment for a show, considering usually you sit there very grumpy with a look on your face that makes you think, huh, is he just driving nails into his feet at the moment? <laughs> and, and especially because we've had many quote-unquote comedic shows or shows that tried to make some funny jokes and oh dear god no yeah hey this is a joke get it haha ha, he's short get it okay see now that's a low blow <laughs> it's low because he's short get it oh god <laughs> You're going to have the FMA fans up roaring at you and now, even though you, you've said multiple <laughs> times that you like the show, which I still find hilarious that even if you like a show, people will get angry at you for saying negative things about it. it it's it's how things go. Uh, shows apparently need to be perfect, perfect or terrible. And there's no room for nuance in this world. Don't get me wrong. I think most shows are terrible when it comes to anime. However, I still think there's nuance. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Remington. One of these days, I'm going to have you just in front 
front of a horde of weebs, and they're going to have to vote whether to save you or forsake you, and they're going to probably hit that forsake button super hard. The question isn't, will they forsake me? The question more so is, will it be unanimous? That'll be the real decision. See, that's the toughy thing. But the only other thing really to talk about in K-On! Remington is the music, and we didn't really get too far into the music in the show itself, other than the background soundtrack, which in my opinion is really good. Uh, Right from the get-go, in the very opening scene, before anybody picks up an instrument, just when Yui is like rushing to get to school, uh, I immediately wrote down good music because their backgrounds are just really good music. It's interesting, it's unique, it's very positive and pleasant, like, I really enjoyed the music, and we haven't even really gotten too much of the music yet. And the opening is super cute and happy and cheery. Yeah. The ED is very, like, uh, like you know, bumping and heart pounding yeah. and super catchy. And just overall, the music in this show is phenomenal. In fact, that's what people most often remember next to the cuteness of it all, is how enjoyable it is to listen to this show. I don't know if you were noticing, Rem, but while I was watching, just during random scenes, I would just be kind of bobbing along to the music. Music, even just in a normal comedy scene. Well, yeah, because the the music and the and the background music and the sounds and just the sound of everything really, it was so well done. And overall, when it comes down to it, Kon, I, I struggle to find too many faults with it or too many things that are bad so far. Now, if you wanted, you could say that perhaps the characters don't have the, enough tragedy for you, or there's not enough drama or tension. But if if that's what you were expecting here, then I have bad news. If if that's what you're looking for, then you will not find it here. You aren't going to find life or death stakes. You're just going to find some human stories about some fun characters. And that's what Kyoto Animation is great at. And and just, you know, slice of life in general. I love, love, love when characters uh, get explored in such a way because this becomes a bit of a fun, cute character study in a weird way. It establishes tropes that have been used for years and years and will continue to be used for years and years. Kion is kind of a pillar of the cute girls doing cute things uh, genre. Probably not the very first, but the one that most people will refer back to. One of the to. pioneers. One of the pioneers. Like, your formula was like a uh, additive, uh, multiplicative uh, formula that reaches Kion, when in actuality, all of those shows are more derived from the juices of Kion. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a, a quotient and less of a, a summation. Yeah, for sure. There, uh, A couple of those definitely took inspiration from K-On! And that is very apparent. Uh, K-On! It does what it does very, very well. And I'm not even sure if it does anything terribly new or unique compared to nowadays looking at it. But at the same time, I don't think it needs to. It's similar to how I feel about Your Name, where Your Name, it wasn't crazily groundbreaking, but it did everything it did very, very, very well. And that's what it needs to do. It just had all the nuance and details it needed and told a story that was... Uh, impactful and did what it needed to do. Are you going to get a grand revolutionary story from K-On? No. <laughs> Just, well, are you going to have a good time? Probably, yeah. Yeah. In fact, one of the uh, parts in K-On is them going to London and exploring London for a bit. <laughs> 
And that is just the most adorable thing on the face of the planet. And I hopefully people will like us talking about it enough that we get to watch more of it because I'll be honest, this is a super easy show to research because the hardest thing I had to do was figure out what the hell K-On meant. <laughs> I, and I figured sure. that out through context clues. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'll have any any other opinions on it because I think I, I might have certain opinions on some specific moments that happen. Uh, but nonetheless, I would love to watch more because it's just very pleasant. Yeah, hey, maybe anytime I am feeling under the weather or I need a break from all of the trauma uh, <laughs> that you cause me, Rem, I might just throw some K-On on just to keep, make ourselves a little bit on the easier side. Oh, yes. As we all know, when it comes to the podcast, I am the one who gives you trauma. Hey, now, I may give you a lot more trauma, but your trauma that you give to me is a lot more painful, Rem. <laughs> it's name brand trauma. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Gotta save up for that trauma. It's very specific. It's very niche. And my pain is very profound compared to yours. Yours is just like, eh, you're the Kroger of trauma, Rem. <laughs> Most people are okay with it and they enjoy it quite a bit, but it's a bit on the cheaper side. It's easy to get. My trauma takes a bit more work. <laughs> I'm like the uh, uh, the Premier Select uh, version of trauma, which are, they're both owned by the same company, just one has a bigger price tag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and product humor aside, is there anything else you'd like to say about K-On? No, I think that about covers it. With K-On, if you think you'd like it, then you almost certainly will. If it's not your style, if you look for edge and intensity or real cerebral type stuff, you're probably not going to find it here, but maybe it's still worth a shot. This is the softest show you could probably find from this era. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Like, my God, I feel like I could just take this show and cuddle with it for hours and not move. In fact, I'd like to because I'm really, really sick right now. <laughs> All right, so Remington, I have to ask, would you like to go watch some more K-On with me sometime? You know what, Sean? I would love to. Fantastic. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed our musings on cute girls doing cute things, then please leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, or if you really want to help us grow, word of mouth is the best way to do it. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a question, comment, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. And if you would like to chat with your fellow weebs and non-weebs alike, we have a community Discord. Just keep an eye on that Twitter and we will be periodically dropping links for all of you lovely people to join and yell at us in person. And once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs>